when Moshe Rabbeinu came to deliver the exciting news to Klai Yisrael that he's about to liberate them from Mitzrayim, the Jewish people ignored him. They refused to listen to Moshe. The Torah says, V'loi Shomuel Moshe. They did not listen to Moshe. Why? For two reasons. Mekoitze Ruach and Mavoy Kasha. Because of shortness of breath and hard work. And the obvious question is, avoid the kasha, back-breaking labor, is enough of a deterrent for them not having the capacity to listen to Moshe. Why was it necessary for the Torah to add the reason of koitzer ruach? And what exactly is koitzer ruach? And how did that prevent Klai Yisrael from having the ability to listen to Moshe? The Meshach offers a fascinating insight into the psyche of the Jewish people that were enslaved in Mitzrayim. He says, it wasn't so much the exhaustion of the servitude itself that they were experiencing. Rather, the oppression of the Jewish people got them to a psychological state called slave mentality, where all that they can think about was, get me out of here. That was the only thing they were focused on. They told Moshe, if you are just going to redeem us from here, then we are ready to listen. But nothing beyond that. But Moshe's message went beyond that. In fact, far beyond that. He was to deliver a message that Klai Yisrael has been selected to be the nation to accept the Torah at Har Sinai. And they have been designated as the Am HaNivchar, the chosen nation. But Klai Yisrael would not hear of it. They were in a state of Koitzer Ruach. They could not perceive that they can be a reality other than the current state that they found themselves in at that moment. Lowly, downtrodden slaves. They could not fathom that they can be transformed into a great nation, the Amsagula, the model nation. There's a famous saying, if you focus on the trees, you will lose the forest. The Egyptians took away their spirit to think big. They, in essence, took away their serenity and peace of mind to look at the big picture and their ultimate tachlis. This is equivalent to if they would approach a prisoner and they would tell him, word just came down from the parole board that your sentence has been commuted. And in addition to that, you also won the $100 million Powerball lottery. And the prisoner's response is, I'm too exhausted. Don't talk to me about money. Just get me out of this prison. The Egyptians put Kaiser under so much duress that all that they can focus on was becoming free of the hard labor they currently found themselves in. All the while, they made them lose sight of their ultimate goal and mission, which was to accept the Torah and become the chosen nation. Says the Meshachachma, Both reasons are intertwined. Avoid the kasha is what brought them into a state of koitzeruach, and that's why they couldn't listen to Moshe. There's a story told in 1948 after the war, and Israel was about to miraculously fight off all neighboring countries and establish the state of Israel. Moshe Dayan was given the job of negotiating with the Jordanians to establish the borders of Eitz Israel. Originally, the Jordanians agreed that the old city was going to be part of the Israeli territory. However, in the final stages of their negotiations, when Israel was ready to seal the deal, the Jordanians reneged, and Ben-Gurion, the prime minister at the time, conceded the old city to the Jordanians. When Moshe Dayan found out, he was furious. He went to Ben-Gurion. He protested. Why are we giving in? He told them, the old city is the reason we went to war in the first place. How can we have a state of Israel without Jerusalem? A state of Israel is virtually meaningless without the Kaisal. Ben-Gurion told them, Moshe, we are fatigued. Our soldiers are exhausted. We conquered enough territory. We have a nation that's been decimated by the Holocaust. We suffered enough casualties. We have a country to build. Moshe, just let it go. Talk about losing focus of the big picture. That's Koitzer Ruach. 
in the age of technology and social media, we can easily fall into the condition called Koitzeruch, a contemporary version of Koitzeruch. According to a recent survey, two-thirds of Americans check their smartphones over 160 times a day. That's approximately once every four minutes. People sleep at night chained to their iPhones, smartwatches, and other electronic gadgets. Although these devices have undoubtedly enhanced our lives, but we have become so tied down and dependent on them that we have developed Koitzeruch syndrome. We are so convinced that we must allow others constant access that it has taken away our freedom and peace of mind, and we then lose sight of the big picture, of what is really important to us. There's a story told about a little boy named Yitzchak. This story took place in the early 1900s. Yitzchak was a precocious boy. He studied diligently in yeshiva. Every day when he came home from yeshiva, he shared with his mother what he learned that day in class. His mother immediately put aside everything she was doing and gave him her full attention. She constantly complimented him for being so devoted to his learning. This went on day after day, week after week. One day, the little boy comes home. It was a few days before Pesach, and he's so excited. He says, Mom, tomorrow we will be completing Mesechtes Bovakama. His mother was so proud of him. The next evening, Yitzchak comes home and he was greeted by an incredible sight. The table was set with the finest dishes, the candles were lit, and his mother was wearing a brand new dress. He says, Mommy, what's going on here? It's not Yontav yet, and why are you wearing the new dress you bought for Pesach? And she says, Yitzchak, I was saving the dress for Yontav, but you told me yesterday that you completed the Mesechta and were about to make a siyam. This might be a simple feat for you, but for me, this is the greatest Yontav. There's nothing more important to me than you learning Torah. That little boy grew up to be Rav Yitzchak Hotner, the legendary Rosh Yeshiva of Chaim Berlin, and mentor to thousands of Talmidim. The mother of Rav Hutner understood what were the important matters in her life. She was not bogged down by Koitzeruach, and it resulted in producing one of the greatest gedolim in the last 100 years, the world-renowned Pachet Yitzchak. His mother's lesson became his legacy. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.